St. Thomas' Summa, Part 3, Question 16, Article 5. Whether what belongs to the human nature of Christ can be predicated of the divine nature. Objection 1. It would seem that what belongs to the human nature can be said of the divine nature. For what belongs to the human nature is predicated of the Son of God and of God, but God is his own nature. Therefore, what belongs to the human nature may be predicated of the divine nature. Objection 2. Further, the flesh pertains to human nature. But as Damascene says, we say, after the blessed Athanasius and Cyril, that the nature of the word was incarnate. Therefore, it would seem with equal reason that what belongs to the human nature may be said of the divine nature. Objection 3. Further, what belongs to the divine nature belongs to Christ's human nature, such as to know future things and to possess saving power. Therefore, it would seem with equal reason that what belongs to the human may be said of the divine nature. On the contrary, Damascene says, when we mention the Godhead, we do not predicate of it the idioms, that is, the properties, of the humanity. For we do not say that the Godhead is passable or creatable. Now the Godhead is the divine nature. Therefore, what is proper to the human nature cannot be said of the divine nature. I answer that. What belongs to one cannot be said of another unless they are both the same. Thus, risible can be predicated only of man. Now, in the mystery of the incarnation, the divine and human natures are not the same, but the hypostasis of the two natures is the same. And hence, what belongs to one nature cannot be predicated of the other if they are taken in the abstract. Now, concrete words stand for the hypostasis of the nature. And hence, of concrete words, we may predicate indifferently what belongs to either nature, whether the word of which they are predicated refers to one nature, as the word Christ, by which is signified both the Godhead anointing and the manhood anointed, or to the divine nature alone, as this word God, or the Son of God, or to the manhood alone, as this word man, or Jesus. Hence, Pope Leo says, it is of no consequence from what substance we name Christ, because since the unity of person remains inseparably, one and the same is altogether son of man by his flesh and altogether son of God by the Godhead, which he has with the Father. Reply to Objection 1. In God, person and nature are really the same. And by reason of this identity, the divine nature is predicated of the Son of God. Nevertheless, its mode of predication is different. And hence, certain things are said of the Son of God, which are not said of the divine nature. Thus, we say that the Son of God is born. Yet we do not say that the divine nature is born, as was said in the first part. So, too, in the mystery of the Incarnation, we say that the Son of God suffered, yet we do not say that the divine nature suffered. Reply to Objection 2. 
Incarnation implies union with flesh rather than any property of flesh. Now, in Christ, each nature is united to the other in person. And by reason of this union, the divine nature is said to be incarnate and the human nature deified, as stated above in question 2, article 1. Reply to objection 3. What belongs to the divine nature is predicated of the human nature, not indeed as it belongs essentially to the divine nature, but as it is participated by the human nature. Hence, whatever cannot be participated by the human nature, as to be uncreated and omnipotent, is nowise predicated of the human nature. But the divine nature received nothing by participation from the human nature, and hence what belongs to the human nature can nowise be predicated of the divine nature.